Food Court. The movie podcast where Sean and John and Josh watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. Look at John, that. Josh, how are you? Wow. Oh, man. I'm, I'm fantastic. Good. Welcome Glad here. to hear it. Welcome, uh, everyone, to uh, our Held in Contempt editions. We are still locked out of our uh, food courts by whatever... Um, uh, liberal conspiracy, uh, COVID has uh, been placed upon us. But but yeah. rest assured, we'll be storming the movie halls and food court halls soon enough. Actually, probably never again. <laughs> we might go. You never uh, know. I'm going to go in there and fucking crowd surf as soon as they let me. I as soon need... as they let crowds in there, I'm going to jump. I'm going to be like, boost me up, fellas. So I'm going to go rocking and roll. I've been on eBay. I'm looking at either a hazmat suit or what I'd really like is like an old school, like 1940s deep sea diver with like a chrome helmet and a porthole. Oh, that's great. Someone said that we should just do do the huge uh, naked gun condoms. Mm. I don't remember who told me that. If I did remember, I would credit them, but huge oversized naked gun condoms. I think we would die immediately, but it'd be worth it. It's a good you gag. Get, you could get some air up there. I mean, it would just be like floor air, which is probably <laughs> more deadly. Than when, I, like when I wear a condom, air. it's mostly air. So, I mean, <laughs> who sized those things? John's dick is Come like a on. It's like a balloon animal. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I actually tend to blow some air into the condom before I put it on to to create like a an illusion. I think they call that cheating the system. Yeah, you get the lights <laughs> down low and just enough air in there. Maybe I could, I could even like probably blow like a some sort of magnificent, even more, uh, uh, you, you know, let's be real, Here, tickler of the bell end. Oh, okay. <laughs> the bulbous part. <laughs> The Velvet Edge. Uh, <laughs> fellas, I love talking about dicks as much as you guys do. Okay. But we watched the film, didn't we? Did we, we watch the film? We watched a new release by Jove. Yeah. This is what happened. John said, you got to watch Extraction, and we all did it. That's that's yep. about as easy as it gets. Uh-huh. We all watched it. Um, may I first make some comments? Sure. Please, if you don't mind. Right, but we Netflix. should we should add that you told us all to watch Terrified, and yes, Josh did it, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did I, read, I read that whole movie. <laughs> you know how I feel about it. I read the he whole movie, an hour, movies. an hour and a half of reading moving pictures. It was real tough. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> by next week, we're going to be sure that John will have watched Terrified on Shutter. You should watch it too if you haven't. It's wonderful. Uh, but we watched Extraction. I have to say, this is my first time back on Netflix in a while. And they have not fixed the main problem with Netflix, yeah. which is that the moment you play, or the moment you are uh, you briefly hover over a movie, it plays a terrifying trailer for you as loud as possible, louder than any movie they have. I don't know. Why do they still do this? You don't Does like, anybody have an answer? You don't. So... They're trying to create that. Uh, no, they don't care about the theatrical experience at all. That's not yeah. true. 
<laughs> it made That's me. That's your problem honestly, with Netflix. Uh, my problem yeah. is well, that, uh, replacing and destroying the industry we love and held so dear after that, sending that in their Trojan horse of sweet Criterion movies that you couldn't find anywhere else, and now there's nothing on Netflix, a bunch of trash, and like 600 J- uh, like Japanimation flicks with that don't yes. have nearly enough tentacles in them, for my mind, or for my viewing Thank pleasure. And, and, and now there's no good <laughs> movies on Netflix. I mean, Extraction is like movie. one of the best movies on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a made-for-TV really movie. It's, it's basically a made-for-TV It's a made-for-Indian-TV movie. Huh. <laughs> Extraction uh, is Extraction. a weird movie. I'm sure we'll get to it. Like, the like who it was made for is strange. Yes, very, very strange. Um, do we have general thoughts about Extraction before we get into the plot? Well, I... Big fan. So, I'm a fan of someone... Like, anytime you have a chance... To have someone from East Tennessee <coughs> who's found a way to keep their accent despite not living in East Tennessee anymore. If you can mm-hmm. let them do the summary the summary of the film, you don't turn that down. <laughs> so Josh, take it away. Please give okay. us your version of the events of Extraction. Extraction, Netflix, 2020. The story of an Australian mercenary that lives alone <laughs> with a chicken in an old shack out in the, oh, I think you would call it the bush. Uh, uh, one day he, he yeah. just likes to drink and fall off uh, cliffs in the water and meditate. And then yep. one day a beautiful woman came and said, hey, it looks like you're running low on Oxycontin. You want to make some money? And he goes, okay, come back tomorrow. And next thing you know, he's an Indian. And there's a kid that goes to smoke pot. And then his, yep. a cop come up and shoot his friend in the head and then put him in a, a trunk or something. Yep. And then there's talk between one dude that's in prison. He's like, I'm going to get your son. And the other one's like, you better not. And he's like, you're in prison. You can't do anything. He's like, okay, I'll probably pay somebody else money to do something like this. Next thing you know, it's uh, John Wick stuff. And then uh, <laughs> Thor or whatever dies. And then a sniper. <laughs> and then, or did he? Or did, or did he? he? Who knows? Spoiler alert. At the end of the movie, at the very, very end of the movie, <laughs> the beautiful woman. Uh, oh wait! Before that even happens, one of the main bad guys that cuts off little kids' fingers uh, is taking a piss at a urinal—a really nice, yeah. bathroom, like a quality bathroom. Uh, but if you look at it, and this is from me doing a little bit of uh, uh, handiwork in my life, the grout mm-hmm. sucks. Why would you be? Why would you feel uh, a fucking virtual, like beautiful bathroom, and not mm-hmm. fucking have somebody come over and make the grout? Right. You know? Anyhow, so he's sitting there fucking just spraying it. And then next thing you know, he looks over. It's that hot chick. And I was like, oh, my God, she's a man. And she blows his brains out. The movies goes on. So I guess she was yep. a man the whole time. First like, of all, the, he was completely unflummoxed by this beautiful woman standing yeah. at a urinal next to him. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like, an absurdly like gorgeous m- woman. Use, yeah. Like, she should have come behind him and like, Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. he turns around. Oh, it's a lady in the bathroom. No, she saddles up next as if to use mm-hmm. the urinal. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm pretty sure. I mean, we can all be gender fluid now, and I'm fine with it. Right. Did y'all catch that? I, Is this being recorded? I'm yes. fine with everybody being gender fluid. <laughs> I'm actually going to cut that. I don't that believe part you, out. Just but I did hear it. I'm going to put in a part of me doing your voice and going, I don't people who are different than me. <laughs> Use one bathroom for God fucking sake. Yeah, gender is a construct. It's my dick and my ball. <laughs> yeah. Constructing babies into your, uh, anyway. 
but yeah, she yeah she saddles up, and he didn't even go, "Hey, wrong bathroom, bitch," or anything. He just he just kind of looked at her and was like, "I'm about to get some, you know, pussy." Yeah, and then she blew his braids out. You buried which, the damn lead that this is the oh, action yeah. comeback and return of one Lou Diamond Phillips. Playing the, <laughs> playing the kind of dark horse uh, anti-hero opposite of Chris Hemworth's white horse anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, his Diamond name is Saju. Say that again? Saju is his name. Played by Rondeep Huda. He's good. Gosh, is this you or me here? Did you say hey, Randy Puda? <laughs> Close. I think that Randeep is a, Huda. I think that is a bilingual him. insult. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I'll go ahead and jump into my heroes. I'll go ahead and jump into my heroes. Uh, best things of the picture. Uh, I Do liked. It. I liked Randy Puda. Yes. <laughs> I thought yeah. Randy Puda was way cooler than Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's badass. Yeah, he, he kinda, gets fucked up real bad. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminded me of uh, what's his face from Sicario. Sure, the, the Benicio del Toro character. Yeah, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. similar vibes. But I must Ooh, admit, we could, we could I would have much rather Mario. watched. Uh, I would have much rather watched a movie about Rondi Puda than uh, what was Chris Chris Hemworth's. I will never forget Chris Hemworth's Hemsworth's character name uh, because it's Tyler Rake because he kills not <laughs> one but two people with a rake. The rake, yeah. Which uh, and, and, and I, I suppose he's supposed to have a rather rakish personality, but it's Chris Hemsworth. He just seems perfect. He's just, yeah. just like a perfect guy. It's like if Michael Myers' name was Kitchen Knife or something. It's just very, <laughs> very stupid. Sure. That his name is Rake. It's and so the strange. Thing about, like, and, and you say, like, well, it's not Chris Hemsworth's, Hemsworth's... I can't say Chris Hemsworth, first of all. Chris but it's not Chris Hemsworth's Hemsworth. fault that he's so beautiful oh. and perfect that he can't seem, you know, dubious and rakish and, and you know, kind of, you know, rough around the edges. Because he could. Because mm-hmm. we saw like Chris Evans in Knives Out plays a, a dastardly bastard who you don't want to be around with a plum. You know? Yeah, like he could do it, but Hemsworth just can't pull it off. He's always kind of just gonna be Thor from now on. Yeah. Also, Evans is like just a lot better. He's much better in general. Yeah. He's much much better. You know, Hemsworth I think is sometimes quite good in the thor movies he's at the very right. least funny he's good at the riffs them. he's good at the riffs yes 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 he is quite i mean for a beautiful man quite funny right i'll go on record to say i hated thor ragnarok the one that everybody thinks is fucking hilarious i thought it sucked it was not representative of the thor that i know that <laughs> i grew up with so i'll be goddamned if i'll agree with any of that uh, but I had a that, roommate named Thor in college, and he wore guyliner and got way more ass than anything I've ever seen in my days and nights on Earth. Yeah, but uh, my my Thor wasn't much like Hemsworth either. I don't think anyone's like mm-hmm. Hemsworth. His muscles, they're not, they're not the, they're like a Rob Liefeld comic book drawing. They're like Laocoon, the uh, the, the the Hellenistic sculpture. They're they, they're not of this planet. He's not real. Mm-hmm. He's like. He's almost Schwarzenegger level muscular at points in his career. They're unreal. Yeah, he's a hot piece of ass. Uh, <laughs> did you and have any other? Also, oh, go ahead. He also said proves that if you're good looking enough, you can just get away with anything. Right. Because he was a mercenary, yeah. killed a lot of people, and he he just goes out and lives in a shed with a chicken or whatever, and right. somebody has to come by there and manicure his hair, 
bring him Oxycontin. Uh, people just let him just jump off shit. And he, it, it's ridiculous. And then he goes into, he goes into India and nobody even notices that this beautiful God man is walking around and he, <laughs> then he starts killing them. And they start punching about, people with oh, bullets. Crowds of people, <laughs> crowds of people are watching him brutally murder their own like countrymen. And they're just like, yeah, let's let him through this gate. <laughs> Maybe. Let, yeah. Maybe Indian people have the same relationship to cops that we do here, where they're just like, ah, I fucking hate cops. So if, if you want to kill them, that's <laughs> fine. 10,000 of them. I'm fine. just glad <laughs> to finally see kill a cop like, shooting at a white person for a change. Like, <laughs> it didn't seem very realistic because the cops are all after, you know, Hemsworth. And I'm just like, well, there are brown people you could shoot all around you. Yeah. Why aren't you? I mean, yeah. if this was America, they would just start shooting themselves in the head. Exactly. <laughs> if, if this was America, they would, yeah, they would just turn and shoot to each other. Like I, I love that Josh left out like all the thematic elements and all the subtext and all the stuff about the kid uh, needing a father figure and well. all the stuff about Chris Hemsworth's clearly obviously dead child that he keeps having flashes back to because honestly this is the worst part of the movie and not necessary uh it is the worst part of the movie i might be spoiling our i might be spoiling our low main low man but it's not something that like this movie i thought pretty cool but uh i think you could expound sean by giving us your euro of the picture okay let me go in uh, I think the most obvious Euro, so I won't use it as my Euro, but I will bring it up, is the big car chase is, I think, the most obvious Euro because it's badass. Yeah, it's like a 10-minute um, wonder, as they say. Or Is this an yeah. Australian filmmaker? I don't know this guy's name. Would he say He wanna? looks familiar. I uh, feel he, like he... He's a stuntman. He, he like plays... Uh, I think he's like... Not Thor's stunt double, but I think he's Captain America's stunt double. And he's like the stunt he's director in the movie. for all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, he plays the uh, sniper. Yes, he's kind of a badass. His beard yeah. is very oh, yeah. big. That thing was awesome. Yeah. That's the director. Um, <clears throat> that's the director. Uh, but there are two favorites. I'll do the second most favorite and then the most most favorite. Um, second most favorite, he steals a man's cigarette and then he smokes it. And then he blows the smoke out of both nostrils like a bull. Real that's, fast. That's number two. Real yeah. fast. Yeah, he goes, yeah. pew, and he shoots yeah. the he shoots the smoke out of there. Uh, number two, number one, by far for me, is he just beats up a bunch of child soldiers. He's just <laughs> there's chi- there's child soldiers, and they're pissed off at him because they have to be. That's their job to be pissed off at you know anybody that, that their brutal boss tells them to beat up. And he just beats the shit out of some child soldiers. He hits them with car doors. He throws them through windows. I think he karate kicks one. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> we get ah, a lot of part. literal and uh, and like like symbolic child abuse in this film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's like Every- uh, like there's very early like there's there's there, we get uh, child shot in the head foo. We get car door child slammed mm-hmm. their their fingers shut foo. We get yep. uh, mule kick foo to a child. I mean, we yes. get uh, I, Joe Bob needs to see this movie and just do the foos that involve fucking up kids because it's yeah. everywhere. And then you get the psychic scarring of the of the of the father and the son. I mean, it's a little much at times, but really, this isn't a movie that you watch for anything other than the action scenes. No, uh, and I think the action not. scenes, like 
if this movie, like the the hipster in me, if this movie scarred like starred like Scott Atkins and was directed by Jesse Johnson, I'd be telling everyone in the world to watch it. So I feel like I still yeah. need to tell everyone in the world to watch Extraction. Yes, people should definitely watch it. I mean, <laughs> the the big car chase is fucking badass. Yeah, there's lots of really good shit in there. I mean, there's tons of. I mean, there is this one thing where it's like when I see a big oneer like that. Sometimes you're looking for the cuts, I am, Well, you're sometimes I just cuts, get annoyed by the fact that there aren't cuts. Uh-huh. It's just like, eh, just cut it. You know, right. when they do those things where they get really close to someone's back, it's like, eh, just cut there. It'd be fine. Nobody's going to get mad. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah the camera's like, one big all right, we're going to look at the blackest part of the world for one moment. And we're back. Yes. <laughs> and we're, back. Yeah, absolutely. Josh, you're uh, our Bollywood big, expert. Uh, what was your favorite thing <laughs> in the movie? Um, so I, I, can I do two of them also? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, number two would be uh, the nonchalant use of Oxycontin throughout the film. is just They're just eating them like candy and just going about their day like nothing's going on. It's like, yeah, my knee hurts a little bit. So I didn't eat, notice like, that it was Oxy. It was Oxy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever dude from Stranger Things, the sheriff from Stranger Things, he's like, ooh, I'm feeling a little rough myself. And he starts washing it down with like fucking old granddad liquor or whatever. <laughs> so that's one of them. Uh, but that's my, a great one. My, my number one is a child abuse one also. Yes. Uh, Makes a bunch sense. of kids on a roof and somebody's like, hey, who stole this thing? And nobody, <clears throat> nobody would say anything. <laughs> so big fat man came over and just went, I'll take you. And the kid was like, no, no, and took him and within seconds threw him off a building to his death before <laughs> you heard him go just flat. And then they turned around and went, does anybody want to say who stole something? I rewound I that like, scene twice because I was like, great. there has to be like a splash sound effect to show that he landed in water. And I rewound no. it and it was like, no, no. no, no. He landed they on some other Indians. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a stack of dead kids down there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're running out of resources. And that's the second kid killed in that movie, by the way. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's weird because like, it's like, kill kids, kill kids, kill kids, kill kids. Tender moment with child. Tender <laughs> yes. moment with child. Kill the kids, kill the kids, kill the kids, kill the kids. Kill. Flashback to a beach scene with a little Aryan nation, perfect Hitler youth child. <laughs> Hemsworth Street. Kill kids, kill kids, kill kids, kill kids. Bonding for no reason at all with this Indian yep. child. Kill kids, kill kids, kill kids. And then... Movie ends with a single child who maybe, just maybe, his protector lives still. Hemsworth, is he dead? Yeah. He's not dead. Did they kill Tyler Rake? I mean, he must be dead. I think Josh thinks he's dead. I think he's dead. (laughs) How can he be dead? I hope he's dead. I want to know, Josh, (laughs) did you notice the man behind the kid at the end of the movie? No, I think because my whole focus, my whole memory went straight to that bathroom scene. Right. Where the man's peeing in a poorly grouted bathroom and a woman walks in that I was in love with. And then I'm like, is she a man? Crying game. And then she kills him. Yeah, crying game happens. And then she blows that guy's brains out to keep her a secret, I bet. Yeah. Maybe, Josh, this is just a sign that you need to be more open with who you love. You know what? This is a very special episode of Food Court, after all. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning is this so your much. Uncle Phil episode, Josh? 
This is my Uncle Phil episode. <laughs> Wait, what? Which one was that? Is that the? Why uh, don't he love me, Uncle Phil? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If TV still did, does TV still do that? Does anybody watch TV anymore? Uh, we watch. Um, yes, we watch Extraction, which is a weird movie because it's obviously made like eyeing an Asian audience, and it's not. That most movies are keep that factored in, but this and then yeah. the new Michael Bay movie seem like they're really kind of fashioned there first. And this really is just kind of—I don't even know if they were really going for the huge numbers they're getting in America. It just happened to coincide with this COVID thing because because I think this was really made uh, with an Indian <clears throat> audience in mind. Uh, bringing me back to my favorite thing, which I already went over it, but I want to talk about Randy Puda some more. Because that's the type Had of role you. I love. Yeah, I mean, he gets his... I, I, you gotta love it. Going back to Chinatown, you gotta love <clears> a good <throat> nose mutilation. <laughs> he gets his oh, nose yeah. fucked up. Bad. You gotta love an actor who's willing to read... Who's look at, he'll look at a script, because that dude's a very good-looking guy. I mean, Lou Diamond Hot. Phillips has aged very gracefully. Um, but <laughs> it's great to see a guy who's like, oh yeah, I get a scene where my face gets destroyed, and I squirtily pop my nose back into place and then mm-hmm. look like Carl Malden for the rest of the film. And yes. I want to do this. I'm in. His face gets smushed up, W. Field style. He looks fucked up the whole time. This is, however, related to... Can I do my low main? Uh, let me do one more thing that I really enjoyed. Oh, go ahead. Um, so I really enjoyed the pace of this movie. Yes. Uh, I felt it had, even though I didn't care about the moments they were trying to create, the fact that the moments were so um, limited and used Mm -hmm. as just kind of like moments to catch your breath before you get right back into another set piece, that's how you do it. That's how you, um, that's how you take, uh, that's how you take like a a roller coaster ride of a movie, an amusement park ride of a movie. Uh, We don't want to spend a 15 minute downtime. We want no. to we want to buckle up and keep this going, you know. We want to yes. be all aboard, and that's pretty much how this goes. And there are not one, not two, not three, not four, but five killer set pieces in this movie that are just barely interrupted by moments that have like some, I think, rather prominent <clears throat> Indian actors kicking ass at everything they do. I felt like I was very interested in all the uh, the non-white folk cast in this movie. The white folk kind of let yeah. us down. Which, uh, Sean, we'll do your low main, but well, maybe we'll come back to some white folks in mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, okay, I've got a few Lomans. Mm-hmm. One, uh, this is, I don't know if this was just me or I was having a weird day. I feel like the dialogue in this movie was the quietest, this is just a mixing thing or something. I think it was the quietest dialogue that has ever been in a movie. This is a problem with every watching any movie at your house, right. is that the dialogue is always quiet and the explosions are crazy loud. But I, th- I feel like this one was just quieter. Like, I was riding the volume so hard just Sean, to hear the, the dialogue. You may be yes. right, but please, don't turn yeah. into one of the subtitles, people. I know you never will, Josh. No. This will never happen to you. But don't become part of the subtitles, people. It is the, the only thing worse than going over somebody's house and they have the subtitles automatically turned on is when you mm-hmm. go to their house and they have like the the motion smoothing on so that everything oh. looks like a soap opera. But don't oh, become one of the subtitles, people. You can watch a movie and pay attention. You can watch a movie and not look at your phone. Don't turn on the subtitles. 
Just mm-hmm. turn it up loud and pay attention. Even movies like Extraction with some really bad plotting and David Harbour performances, <laughs> they still merit your yep. attention because don't worry, they are going to put a gun this close to someone's head and pull the trigger. Yeah. A hundred thousand times. It'll, it'll be a teen. <laughs> yeah, They're going to shoot a teen, right? It'll be an unfortunate <laughs> street rave. <laughs> and also, if you have the subtitles uh, on during like, a movie that you understand, like a movie in your own language, I noticed that yeah. I just look at the subtitles the entire time. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's oddly distracting. So, Josh, I feel I like we've gotten into this before on this podcast. But I don't read but, them. I just but you at. have a an odd relationship with subtitles. Doesn't cover the ground. You have a battle across time and space that never ends with subtitles. When we have asked for you to watch a film with subtitles, you have not gotten indignant. You've gotten angry. Uh, yeah, well, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but can we get I've a little watched, deeper on it? Well, I, I will say this. I've watched two completely subtitled movies this year, which right. is two Hell more yeah. than I've probably watched in ten years. And? Maybe maybe five. And? Parasite was good. I would like, <laughs> to, watch good? It, I would like to watch it again because I was reading so much that I didn't get to see certain parts. And then people go, that one part was like this. And I go... I was too busy mesmerized by those articles and adjectives. I couldn't yeah. get to it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. The Times New Roman Font is what I really enjoyed. Um, and then Terrified. I like Terrified. It was fine. Terrified. Next week, we'll, we'll hear more. Save it. Save it for next week. But the reason I got why... more low mains, fellas. Go oh, ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. No, no, the reason please. why I don't like fucking subtitled movies. Right. Is because I go to watch a movie and it like it like immerse me in an experience, the sights and the sounds, not the fucking reading. You right. know? Like I feel like if I'm reading something, I'm making up the story in my own head anyway. Like That's if I'm reading very book, interesting. Like, characters look at like Whoa. characters look a certain way for me, fucking uh landscapes look a certain way in my imagination. And then if they make a movie about it, I just go, Okay, that's a separate property than not right. my imagination. That's the reason why I rarely get mad if I've read a book. And then they go, they're going to make a movie out of that. And I don't fucking freak out and go, not ruining my fucking childhood or some stupid shit. So I think (laughs) either Josh's eyes are too close together, or he has dyslexia, Mm. or, or, and this is a third third and final guess, and I think this is the one I'm on to. Josh is a true patriot. We don't need freedom lover. And if we have (laughs) subtitles, they better be John Wick style subtitles that are in glowing green and fuchsia, depending on the pallor and the tone of the scene. Am I right? Yeah, (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. You were so right. Mm -hmm. I would like to see Lomain. Like for a woman, I would like to see him in cursive. Yes, all the eyes dotted with like a heart. Baba man, I want him like dripping blood. Get artistic with Hell yeah. I, for once I agree with Josh on subtitles. Sean, you had more things you weren't enamored oh, sorry, with in this film. Oh, um, okay, a few more. One, uh music. This is a problem I have with maybe every action movie now, but there are no themes anymore. No no movie has a theme anymore. Right. There's just no I was watch. This is what did it to me. I was watching Days of Thunder, mm-hmm. and this was this was old school uh, Hans Cole Zimmer. Trickle, yeah. what was his name? Cole. Something. Doing yes, that's him. Cole Trickle. Doing themes. 
Right. There are so many fucking themes, and there's epic moments, and you feel them because there are themes that music helps. It's not only just gaga, but every theme now in an action movie is just gaga, but that. Yeah, and it's all written by a guy named like Bear. Bear McCreary. It's just, yeah. No, I totally agree. Like, when you think of the classic action movies of our time, like, what is Terminator yeah. without bashing two trash can lids together going bum, 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 yes. bum, bum, bum. like that's what I want and that's what I need. Uh you Total know Total Recall. I mean oh Robocop. Man. I think Total Recall might be his best work. It's amazing. Because that is Goldsmith some, shit on that. That that is so Jerry good. Goldsmith's fine. We've done too much Total Recall lately, and don't make me whip out this third <laughs> titty. I do have like Kawatu and three breasts under here, but <laughs> Total Recall is low-key, maybe the finest Goldsmith score. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's so over the top. The, yes, but that's the thing. is Right at the end, when they finally get the air, and he's really tugging on their heartstrings, you're like, fuck yeah, tugging my heartstrings. I'm watching a movie. Make yeah. me feel. You make me feel. I, but I, I, I don't know if you saw my face, but I kind of stroked out when you mentioned the movie, the movie's music, because yeah. I can't remember any of it yeah exactly like i don't know what it what it was or what it what it is like can you describe it to me because it's gone i think it is just just that kind of thing right what about there's a few there was movies that had like a band just do the whole fucking soundtrack yeah like i kind of missed that in a way tangerine dream me daddy what if this movie had a Tangerine Dream soundtrack? See, I was Whoa. thinking, I was thinking, Three Doors Down could just write a whole original score for this whole movie, <laughs> and it would it wouldn't hurt the movie. I'll tell you that much. Cameo, that's insane, but I love it. First ever cameo from my Docs and Bobby. Allie, you may release the hounds now. <laughs> uh, well, I talked about one thing I didn't like um, already, but. Probably my least favorite thing was David Harbour. Yeah. Like, I usually like that role, which is kind of like... Are you talking about uh, Stranger Things guy? Hellboy, yeah. Yeah. New Hellboy. I love you, Hellboy. Um, (laughs) It's basically, like, not not what I want from that performance. Like, because David Harbour's kind of gotten ripped. He's kind of too big of a star for that role now, believe it or not. And uh, he just doesn't sell it. He doesn't sell the grime like I was hoping he would. He's too, like, he vacillates too wildly between being um, a piece of shit and a guy that you believe is his best friend and owes, like, a Wookiee life debt to. Uh, When he makes the turn, it's just very weird and very strange, and it's not the type of turn that we need for this movie. Because we could believe mm-hmm. that, that that there'd be sleazeballs among, amongst the mercenaries. We don't need to think there's a heart of gold first. And then furthermore, the script, which is by the Russos who did uh, Civil War and stuff like that, is just horrible. Um, mm-hmm. And But Wait, luckily it's saved by amazing set pieces. And, 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 and the script is not bad enough to where I'm, like, deterred by it at all. You know? No. Like, it, it fits the framework. Yeah, yeah I think... Yeah. But it's not really a Netflix movie because that was a big budget, you know, like that was like sent to make big worldwide bucks. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you could probably do a little bit better on the on the on that front. But honestly, just keep it brutal. Keep it concise. Give the actors something to chew on. Uh, Randy Puda does that. And then some Chris Hemsworth gives it the old college try, but 
kind of like in Black Hat. He's just not there. He's not good enough yet. Yeah. Maybe one day yeah. he'll be good enough, but he's just not there. He's so, like, ubermensch. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah, you definitely don't ever worry about him. Right. You, you're never like, oh, John McClane. Oh, God, John McClane. He's he's definitely going to get killed by these guys because he's weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but him... Him, you're like, oh man, he's too strong. He's he's gonna beat up all of India if he has to, and <laughs> I hope he doesn't because that would be a hate crime and probably a genocide. So we don't want that to happen. Right. But uh, back to David Harbor. Yes. Um, I also thought that strangely, it felt like they wanted us to feel sorry for him when he died, but I didn't want to feel sorry for him. Why did you make me try to feel sorry for him, the guy who was bad? <laughs> and and screwed over a, his best friend. I don't have a problem with stuff like that, just because, like, a nice lingering death shot, you know, you can feel bad for almost yes. anybody, you know. <clears throat> but, that's true. But, uh, you know, David Harbour, that's kind of a rock and a hard place, because the kid who who is the, uh, I guess, the co-lead of sorts, I mean, yeah. there's nothing going on there. That kid's given nothing to work with, and he doesn't really do anything with it. So David Harbour's kind of... Is- Ovi is the character name. Ovi, yeah. yes. Ovi. Um, I hated go ahead. the entire sequence with the David Harbour guy. Or Harbour, however you fucking say his name. I hated yeah. him. From the moment he was like, hey, here to pick you up, boys. I was like, ah, uh, this yeah, shitty. Did it's he very Oxycontin? Yeah, <clears throat> I guess I did like the Oxycontin part. But like after if you that, were going to have that turncoat scene, you need like Robert Duvall... To like Suspicious. chew that yeah. scene up and spit it out. If you're gonna do something that rote and trite, you need to bring your A game to that scene. That scene's been done a million times by guys mm-hmm. like Robert Duvall. I mean, this is a scene from every Sam Peckinpah movie. If you're gonna go for the Sam Peckinpah turncoat shit, give me the full, you know, William Holden, please. Don't just half-ass oh. it and be wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> may I may I low main once more? Oh, Give it to me. Okay. Um this is my final low main. I don't care about anybody's family and normally I'm the guy who does care about. Right. I usually am like, "Oh, cool. Let's hear about them so you that I care love about them the when they're getting killed." Of Ethan Hunt and James Bond. You care yeah. about who James Bond's brother is. You're the target audience. Yeah, of course this is perfect for me. I was especially my thought was that the reason they showed Saji's family is just he must be a huge star in India, right? right. That is the only reason. Because otherwise, he is just an evil guy who becomes a good guy. And we don't really care about his family at any moment. No, they're just trying. But, they try to create this weird, and this makes sense coming from the Marvel world, this family first thing. Where yes. everything's really about family and creating a family out of a family you don't have and making your own family. And, and they just are kind of obsessed with that notion and, and bringing it back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many kids the Russos have, but they got at least one because they just can't <laughs> stop with this shit. And, yeah, we we didn't need that at all. Uh, now, luckily, I feel like I had the best actor and the best character uh, yes. doing these scenes, so it wasn't as rough as when we have the, like, hazy Hemsworth's Aryan child on a beach that is uh. clearly dead. And then they try to set yeah. up like it's a big revelation later that his kid is dead. It's like, no, dude, we get it. You live with a rooster. Um, yeah. That's not just single dad food. That's like no. That's like single widower, your child is dead, <laughs> you're suicidal food. You know, we get it. Exactly. We know. But uh, really, it's okay. Because uh, at the end of the day, 
you get a guy, a, a, a badass Indian dude who looks like Lou Diamond Phillips with a, a W.C. Fields nose, uh, double tapping people, uh, and then Thor yeah. uh, basically turning a uh, shotgun into Mjolnir for half the film. <laughs> I mean, it's got good stuff. Yes, the action is definitely badass. Yeah. Lomain, Josh? Uh, like uh, the Stranger Things dude, I hated that entire... They damn near lost me. Yeah, there. really? It's a yeah. dangerous place they go to. It's so predictable, and the performances are not there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and like, even the fight between them is not that great. Not yeah, even close to being good. It's an overweight dude and a Greek god. Okay. <laughs> Furthermore, yeah, yeah, exactly. Furthermore, if you're going to do that role and you're not going to get a badass actor like Robert Duvall, get like Mark DeCascos and have a badass yes. fight scene. Get get one of the guys from Raid Redemption and have a badass yes. fight scene. Don't. Yeah. It's just a, a complete flaw. That whole part is just a big flaw. Yeah, and to keep with like Robert Duvall, you could have got like an aging like actor. You could have got like Sean Claude Van Damme. Uh, yeah, again, oh. fan. Oh. Imagine whenever he's like, "I got to call in a favor," and Sean Claude Van Damme pulls up in an SUV. You're like, "Wow, yeah, yeah." Not Stranger Things. They could guy. cut out a lot of yeah. Not like, I realize that he's probably on the company dole or whatever the fucking Netflix, <laughs> so they have to put him in something every other day. But I mean, Jesus, man. Imagine JVD in there, just yeah. in there, and and you know it's going to turn into a fight. So whenever he's over there having fever dreams about kids on beaches, and yeah, J- JCVD can be doing the splits, man. Yeah, yeah. JVD goes, hey man, I'll be back in minutes. I got to talk to my wife, and everybody goes, oh, he's going to double cross. That's exactly what's happening. And when he comes back in, he karate kicks the fucking door open, and they just go at like John Wick. This movie was like if John Wick was like in middle school, you know, just kind of learning how to be John. Right. <laughs> it's kind of weird because he yeah. graduated from college with a master's degree. You know we get I mean? this John Wick character and then suddenly he's fighting the coach from Bad News Bears and it just doesn't <laughs> work for me. It's Vic Morrow is not the correct bad guy here. I, I will raise your JCVD play, Elevator Pitch, Steven Seagal beating the hell oh. out of kids with his uh, weird Aikido mind control moves. That would be with the beard with their beard or without the beard. Or if they do keep Stranger Things, man, they could easily instead of making him like fist fighting, just be like, "No, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out." You know, just shoot, (laughs) just be like, "Man, look at me! I don't fight no more." You can see it, right? And then he just, you know, Chris Hemsworth comes at him and he just fucking like shoots him the leg. Indiana Jones style, some sort of yeah, absolutely yeah. Raiders Lost Ark shit. That would make me enjoy that sequence more. I'd be like, well, at least this build up for something. Instead of yeah. the Kobe coming down and very <laughs> shooting that gun, which obviously he's never uh, had a gun or a baseball bat or done anything that a young boy does in his life. I feel like we are trashing the movie too much, though. Because I, That's true. I, I, I don't know for sure, Josh. Where, how did you end up on this movie? Like, what was your final, uh, your summary judgment, as it were? Render what? judgment, Josh. Render a verdict. Give it to us. Uh, if you're in the mood to have an action movie playing in the background while Whoa. you clean the house. Mm-hmm. I honestly felt that way. I didn't hate it by any right. means, but I will admit I was kind of into it. I was like, okay, it's kind of surprising okay. now. Follow they are question. doing the long cuts. And then, and then all of a sudden, Stranger Things, and I had to get to know them a little bit. And none of it was compelling, or did I care about it? 
So I just went. Follow-up question, just to see okay. if our witness perjures himself. Did you, in fact, watch this movie, Mr. Lewis, while cleaning up the house? Uh, I, I moved around the puppy a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> this movie, well, these action scenes demanded your full attention, Josh. They, the action You're scenes guilty. <laughs> you can handle the fucking truth. The whole <laughs> damn system's out of order. <laughs> no, I mean, I will admit, as soon as... I keep on saying the same thing. As soon as that, like the, hey, we're going to stay in this really nice house and let yeah. you guys take a shower in the midst of like a fucking war or whatever. Right. <laughs> it just kind of, I was like, okay, this is where the movie loses me. And there's right. movies out there that's lost me and got me back pretty well. This one lost me and it just kept on where I was like, please, more action. Okay, cool. The action's there. Please do not start bringing in love interests or any kind of kid. Oh, there it is. Please start shooting more stuff. Sean, riddle me this. Yeah. Was this a half-assed John Wick or the promising debut of a new action auteur? I can't remember the director's um, name. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sure you've got shit. it, Andy. Uh, I can look it up. I can look it up. Keep asking me a question. Sam Wadgman? Sam, I don't know. Jim Godelden. Oh, where the <laughs> fuck is he? Oh, God damn it. I'm excited about find what this it. guy's career can be. I mean, they certainly gave him the money oh. and the star power behind it for his first movie. But uh, for me, I mean, this could be hinting at something bigger and better for this guy. This could be, this could be Aliens 3. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. Aliens 3 is fine. I was I mean, thinking more like if the director of uh, Roadhouse, Rowdy Harrington, went on to make more Roadhouse movies. I think that's <laughs> that's more the level I'm at before we See, I'm proclaim him the new Fincher. <laughs> so Fincher just made yeah. that movie because he was told to and he needed the money. And you could kind of sure. see what he was doing. And you could kind of see the lighting and way he liked to direct stuff. In okay. That. And then he went on to make other movies. Like that, where he was I like, see that. Okay, now I'm going to take more of the reins, and instead of making, you know, John Wick Jr., I'm going to make an action film the way I want to make it. That's what I meant. Right. Uh, Sam Hargrave is the filmmaker. Yes, yeah, sorry. I was just about to tell everybody in the whole world that his name is Sam Hargrave. <laughs> I got that Randy Puda trigger figure, man. I got that Randy Puda. He, you won very fast. Uh, my response to your question is... I, th- I would absolutely watch more movies from this guy. I think that this was a mostly badass movie. Yeah. There was uh, the action I thought was fucking cool. Yeah. And also frequently brutal in a way that John Wick is. Right. So in some ways, maybe it is kind of a, as as almost every action movie that is any good now is, is like a kind of John Wick right. kind of ripoff. But I mean, John Wick is kind of a, the raid ripoff. So, you know, sure. you know, they're all, everybody's ripping everything off. I hope that but, the style of action doesn't, we don't get desensitized to it, but I'm certainly not there yet. No. I mean, it's a style of action that is so much fun because you get to see people getting super badass and you get to see like people getting stabbed in the eyeball, which is a fun little horror element in there. Like it makes it more brutal. It makes it more rough. I thought of one more Euro while we're talking about that. Our man, Chris, in his shining moment, kicks a table across the room and crushes a guy's head. Or something. He hits him in the head at the very least. That's fucking badass. It's so good. 
stuff like that is like there were so many bits where I was like, oh, that's a bit that I just haven't seen. I haven't seen a guy get hit in the head with a table before. That's fun. I was about to like comment the, uh, on how I liked the color palette, but really I just need to get out of the way and let you guys talk about kills. <laughs> best kills. <laughs> so I don't know if this is the best kill, but it was one of my favorites. Uh, at the, towards the end, whenever the, the gorgeous lady that may be a man uh, was like aiming her sniper rifle trying to find who was like, you know, picking off Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. on the bridge. I thought that was excellent. <clears throat> I just loved how it just showed her go through like every window trying to find him and then like it built tension over there on the bridge right just to find him and just peck him right in the eye which i mean it's kind of cliche because that's you know i have never ever seen a film that featured two snipers in a heads-up competition where one of the snipers did not take a round through the scope into the eye i've never seen it (laughs) i've never seen it I, and I've I've seen it. I read it in Sergeant Rock comics and stuff growing up, and it just doesn't happen. And I assume that in Sniper School, you can only kill via shooting through the scope. <laughs> through the eye. To get the pink mist, you have to hit the scope. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to find her name. I think that I'm trying to find her. For our look at extraction. Um, Please join us next week. I think we're just going to keep it at Wednesdays at 9 Central Time, 10 Eastern Time. Uh, you can still download the podcast uh, wherever it is you download podcasts. You can still catch oh, us yeah. on Instagram at, at Food Court Cast. Uh, you can still check us on Twitter at Food Court Cast. Food Court Cast, yes. And uh, Josh, why don't you tell them where they can find you on the internet? <clears throat> at Josh from TN on TikTok. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. He is on TikTok. It's a nightmare. Don't go on TikTok. Right before the show started. I signed up for TikTok. You're doing a great job. This is Sean in the studio letting you know that for next week we're watching Terrified on Shudder. Their code is shut in for 30 free days. Watch that scary Argentinian horror and come back and see us next week. But thanks for uh, coming into our homes as much as we miss our theaters. We'll keep doing this for you and for us. Uh, Bon appetit. Bon appetit! Bon. Bon, 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 bon. <laughs> <laughs>